Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Oh, hi, Dan. <laughs> no more buffets before we record the show. <laughs> I think we got to do a buffet after recording. Rule. Yeah. You know, Austin went down to stage two numbers and. We're like, oh, we can go back to the Chinese buffet, and it's now been four hours. Oh, yeah. This is how I feel after a Chinese buffet. God. God damn it. Anyway, hi, everyone. Hi, Dan. Hi, world. Uh, Very excited to announce that this episode Uh is brought to you by Kyle V. Ooh. Hi, Kyle. Thanks for throwing us five bucks on Venmo. Thanks. You could have said fuck you to five people, but instead he's just like, hey, not all your fans are uh, cheap. <laughs> not always so nice, but because yeah. last week I said everyone's, you know, yeah. they're too nice or too cheap. He's like, I'm not too nice, but I'm not too cheap. <laughs> so uh, because he didn't send us any fuck yous, Kyle, you're now the, the sponsor of this episode. Hey, thanks, Kyle. So, hey, guys, do you do you need a dude like, <laughs> to date or a buddy? Go see <laughs> Kyle V. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to say his whole name in case like <laughs> yeah. he didn't want us to. I don't know. Kyle yeah. V. What a guy. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah. Thanks for the five bucks. It uh, helped us leave a tip at the Chinese buffet. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Damn. What's the number one movie in America? Gotta be Dune. Well done. Oh, and did it make that money? 50-50. <laughs> Whether I was going to say Halloween Kills this time. It slaughtered Halloween Kills. Yeah. Uh, so, well, one, I want to say it made $41 million, mm. and Halloween Kills made 14 oh, So they yeah, swapped the numbers. Nice. Uh, but the, also the other thing I want to say about Dune is it was projected to make thirty-five. So it's oh, a wow. big success. Nice. Um, which of course automatically made yeah. Warner Brothers announce <laughs> yeah, like, Dune Part Two out yeah. in twenty twenty two. Yeah, nice. Um, I thought it was uh twenty twenty three. I saw twenty twenty two. Maybe it starts filming in twenty twenty two. Yeah, that sounds right. I saw a headline. Anyway. Yeah, I don't think a movie that complicated's coming out <laughs> next year it's being fucking greenlit sand. today. <laughs> How complicated sand. <laughs> it's everywhere. How complicated could it be? <laughs> Uh, oh yeah i have uh hold on let's do the whole top five officially announced uh will release in 2023 in october 20th 2023 so damn they have the date ready yep well i guess everybody's scarfing up dates (laughs) they might as well get in there uh dune 41 million halloween kills 14.5 no time to die 12.2 venom let there be carnage still on there 9.3 it's halloween ish i get it yeah uh ron's gone wrong uh, which oh. I think I saw a picture of. It's like an animated science fiction robot I was gonna thing. Say, if it's not about Ron Swanson, I'm not in. Uh, not at all. Or Ron <laughs> Weasley, for that matter. Uh, 7.3. All right. Uh, we'll talk about Dune in a second. But first, <laughs> we're going to talk about the big story. Yep. Um, damn, this was heartbreaking. Uh, yeah. All right. So if you have not heard, and I know every single person listening to the show is a movie fan. and Every single one of you already knows this. But here's our hot takes. Alec Baldwin shot and killed someone by accident. Yep. And this was while filming the movie Rust. And mm-hmm. uh, he was given a gun that was, qu- uh, qu- he was said, quote unquote, cold, which means it did not have live yeah. cartridges in it to fire. Yeah. And while he was uh, screen testing and shooting it off, he shot uh, the director of photography and killed her and wounded the director. Yeah. All and, right. Take um, it away, Dan. Tell me everything you got. All right, so, um, oh boy, where to start? 
So uh, the scene that they were doing... It was in Santa Fe. Yeah. It's a Western movie. He's producing and starring. Yes. Um, so he's uh, producing, and uh, I read a whole article that was basically like, unless you're on the set, you don't really know what somebody is doing as a producer if they have a producer title on a movie. Sure. Um, like, it can vary incredibly uh, from just we got you uh you to know, give a, you an idea <laughs> uh just as a quick example i have one imdb credit and it's mm-hmm. producer of a short film and i'm a producer because i gave them a couple of hundred bucks yeah there you go so anyone could be a producer yeah um there we go this is the uh quote from an article i saw uh sometimes the credit is simply a vanity title to boost an actor's sense of involvement in a project sure <laughs> sometimes it's a very uh, it's a way to defer upfront fees as a performer in favor of back-end payments so like uh the scar joe as producer on black widow sure that was probably part of that deal of her getting the back end sure um and uh, sometimes an actor is so deeply involved with a project that the credit is a way to make official their added influence along the way. Sure. Um, which seems to maybe be the case in this case. Uh, or, right. or just the vanity thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is it? Uh, so the, yeah, the, the scene that they were shooting was they were doing a rehearsal mm-hmm. for what they called a... Um, uh, there was a term for it. it was like a cross shot um where you're they were setting up in like a church pew where he pulls out a revolver from uh, from the hill, <laughs> um and points it right at the camera i and was were, wondering how he shot her like was he yeah. shooting the camera so they were rehearsing like how to how to do that move where to end up where to point you know where exactly it should do to look good on camera sure which is probably why the cinematographer and the director were down line of the camera mm-hmm. um they'd had a uh, uh a very young armorer who maybe shouldn't have taken the job that was her second film being uh, an armorer but it's a cool title name yeah or a title for your job um, it was an article with a uh, veteran prop master who had turned down the job, uh, saying that he, there was a bunch of red flags. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> said that uh, uh, he felt that Rust was too much of a slapdash production. Slapdash? Uh, yeah, All one right. with an overriding focus on saving money instead of a concern for people's safety. Production managers... So- production managers not producers but production managers didn't seem to value experience and were brushing off his questions oh uh yeah he said uh when they were talking about uh hiring him Uh he said uh he felt that the production managers were being evasive when talking about specific terms of his potential employment uh, the budget estimated about seven million dollars, which puts it in a in the IATSE qualification as low sure. budget. Uh-huh. It's like two point five million to seven point five million is the like lowest tier low budget film. Got it. Um, he said, uh, the the budget at about seven million dollars seemed too small for the type of film that the producers were trying to make. 
Uh, he couldn't get an answer for his budget on his kit, the industry jargon for his uh, for the cash of props needed to stock the set. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said it, uh, he became alarmed because it was just two weeks before Rust was set to begin filming. In I just the- muted you by yeah, accident. Thanks. <laughs> I meant to mute me because I had to sneeze. Um, it was uh, just two weeks before the filming was supposed to set and they hadn't hired a prop master yet. Uh, typically, they're made uh, months before cameras roll. Those uh, types of decisions are made way, uh, well in advance says in the movies the prep is everything you need time to clean inspect and repair guns you need time to fix old clocks in period films you're sometimes using antiques uh but here there was absolutely no time to prepare and that gave me a bad feeling no time to die Mm -hmm. uh what is it the uh they initially asked for a department of five technicians and He was told that Rust was a low-budget production and that plans were to use items from a local prop house. Mm. He modified his request to have at least two experienced crew members, one to serve as an assistant prop master and another as an armorer or gun wrangler uh, dedicated to making sure that the weapons were safe, oiled, and uh, functioning properly. But the Rust producers insisted that only one person was needed to handle both tasks. He I said, mean, to their credit, the gun worked. Not as intended. <laughs> not as okay. Fair point. <laughs> you never have a prop uh, a prop assistant double as the armorer. I uh, said, uh, those are two really big jobs. Um, in a an uh, email on September twenty fourth, so literally like a couple of weeks before they started shooting. Uh, we'd really like one of the assistants to be the armorer that can push up on the gunfights and heavy armor days, uh, according to the copy shared with mm. the Times. Uh, so he said, uh, unfortunately, I have to pass on this opportunity. You know, I'm grateful for the interest. You know, said, no, thanks. Then three days later, the 24-year-old uh, armorer, who, the girl who took the job, announced on Facebook that she had a new gig in Santa Fe, that she just landed a job as the property key assistant slash armorer. Mm. So she was the inexperienced, probably low paid person doing two people's jobs on a, on a gig that she maybe wasn't quite qualified for yet. Yep. All about saving money. And to, to make things even crazier, like, apparently, so they had this super young, inexperienced armorer who was also being the props assistant. Sure. Um, they had had a couple of misfires on set earlier that week. <laughs> God damn it. While they had their union crew uh, working. Right. And then the union crew, on top of the couple of misfires, so there were safety uh, questions mm-hmm. already, they had had, uh, like payments that hadn't been made or made made late uh, for all of the crew the accommodations were bad the hours were long like all Mm -hmm. of the stuff that ayatsi was going to strike about already Mm -hmm. uh they were like 10 minutes from santa fe but for some reason they fucked up hotels maybe they were cheaper in albuquerque but all of the crew had to drive an hour to albuquerque instead of the 10 minutes to santa fe um before you know to have to sleep at the end of 
16 hour days. Oh my God. So you're on set for 14 to 16 hours. I'd have just slept on set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Santa Fe, um, here I am. So with all of that going on, all of the union members that the day the shooting happened left set. What? They all resigned and were like, no, we're not working Fuck on you. this. This is crazy. Fuck you. You're like, everything is bad. Yeah. <laughs> we're not working. So they hired a bunch of scabs. Or local uh, Santa Fe film people. Right. Santa um, Feans? I guess. Santa Phoenician? Seems to be like six or seven uh, like a camera crew members. Gotcha. Were the, the scabs they hired. So it seems like the people involved with the shooting uh, w- weren't replacement people. Like right. It was the same armorer. It was the same mm-hmm. uh, AD. The same right. You know, cinematographer and everybody. But it was just like, this whole shoot was a I shit show. I saw a show. headline that said that the gun that went off, what they were using for target practice days earlier. Yeah, that's insane. Like, stuff yeah. needs to be locked Fuck down. Fuck you. It sure does. All right, you got anything else about that you want to talk about? I, there's there's a ton online that's super interesting. Um, one, of the, uh, one of the things that I found was the weirdest... I have no idea how how involved these people are in the, uh, you know, who's making, uh, who's making decisions on hiring people and firing mm-hmm. people and the conditions for the workers and all of that. Uh, but some of the producers on the movie uh, had like been previously sued for <laughs> improperly embezzling tens of thousands of dollars from low-budget movies that they're producing. Um, I want to be a producer of a big old Broadway flop. So uh, Ryan Smith, who is one of the producers on the call sheet of the day of the shooting on Rust, and Alan Chaney, who is one of the uh, executive producers on the the movie, Mm -hmm. uh, were sued back in 2016 for $40,000 of embezzlement. <laughs> it says the the suit portrays Smith, a thirty six year old. Oh, I'm a thirty six year old. And Cheney, a thirty three year old. Oh, I used to be a thirty three year old. As being in well over their heads, ultimately sure. having to be rescued by Cheney's father, the CEO of a local bank. Solid. <laughs> the complaint describes the pair as fledgling uh, film producers with virtually no creative or business achievements <laughs> in the film industry. <laughs> Uh, Smith Same. and Cheney. I was a producer on, yeah. one time. Yeah, they were they were on the call sheet as producers for the day of the shooting. Uh, a third person involved in the in Rust as executive producer Emily Salveson, thirty six years old. I'm thirty six. Uh, also got into the business relatively recently with support from her father, an attorney experienced in tax credit financing. Oh, Salveson has made extensive use of Section One Eighty One a provision in the tax code that allows wealthy people to write off their investments in low-budget films. I hate Section 181. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it seems like a lot of uh, a lot of the producers on this movie are yeah. using these low-budget movies like this one and others uh, just as a tax dodge. Like, you put in some money. Time to get out of Dodge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you put in some money, and then you basically get your money back from the investment almost up front, which is fucking weird how it works. Um, it says uh, Salveson is a, has appeared uh, at a number of industry events to talk about the company's investment model, which relies heavily on Section 181. Uh, the tax code provision, which was renewed last year as part of the CARES Act, solid, <laughs> um, allows investors to deduct their investment in a film project up to $15 million at the time the money is spent. Oh. Uh, when combined with state tax incentives, such as the 25 to 35% credit awarded in New Mexico, where they were filming Rust, uh, investors can recoup most of their money before the film is even distributed. So finance a, a low budget movie make your investment on that back so you've effectively not spent any money mm-hmm. and then you can also now deduct that money from your income fuck you fuck you yeah so unclear whether they had anything to do with who was hired or whatever but that's where the money was coming from i need to go to santa fe i'm gonna <laughs> yeah. be in a movie um, as to why Baldwin was involved with these kind of people at all. Cause they always pick one star and give them a million yeah, bucks every exactly. time. It's, it, the thing, the, the sort of most famous version of that was, um, almost like a parody of itself of that concept was that I think of as a planet terror oh, yeah. where they had Bruce Willis show up for like, mm-hmm. I don't know, a half an hour the day they were shooting, yeah. <laughs> you know, just to have like one close up and have a couple of lines. And yeah. then clearly it's a different person every time they shot from the back. Sure. Um, so he said, uh, Baldwin was, uh, involved with many of the same producers, including Salveson, uh, Smith and Cheney on a film called supercell, which Never was a, heard of it. a low budget film about storm chasers that shot in Montana earlier this year. Great. Um, one, uh, one question that lingers over the production of rust is why Baldwin an A-list actor would involve himself with such low budget fare with relatively inexperienced producers. Uh, in an interview with the Hollywood reporter in June, Baldwin explained that he'd only had to do one week of shooting on supercell, which allowed him to spend more time with his six young children says, I'm going to stay home with my family, and whatever work I can find that allows me to stay home, that's what I'm likely going to do. All the Baldwins are dead? Yeah. Especially, like, during pandemic times, when a lot of big productions are are very complicated or just not happening. Yeah, and then you get Tom Cruise yelling at you. Yeah, so if you can find a low-budget thing where you work for a week, Mm -hmm. and then you can spend, you know, the next couple of months just at home with your kids... That's why he's uh, he's doing these. It's, sure. it's unclear how extensive his role even in Rust is. That might right. have been just like the three days he was there to film. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. Ugh. All right. So crazy all right. shit all over the place. Uh, in this last movie. thing I want to say about this is that I'm not going to name names, mm. but a former host of this show uh, <laughs> has lost his had lost his uh, cherry uh, mm. while watching the movie producers. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. That's all I want to throw in there. I just want to see if he still listens. He'll get pissed. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Let's talk about something happier. Word. Dune came out. Yeah, dude. Now, one of us watched this in the theater. Yeah. And one of us watched it on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And one of us really liked it. And one of us thought it was okay. <laughs> yeah. So maybe there is maybe, something. Maybe the story is see it in the theater. <laughs> I, so I watched it on HBO. 
Yeah. Uh, and I tried to give myself a really good experience. Turn off the lights, turn it up to fucking 60 on the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, but in the middle of a movie, the biggest fuck... Now, if you live in Texas, you know what I'm talking... If you're in the Northeast, you're like, what the fuck's going on? But if you live in Texas, mm-hmm. you get these roaches in your house, <laughs> no matter how clean your house is. Yep. And it's not like in the Northeast when you see a roach, you've got ma- millions. These are called water bugs or tree bugs sometimes. Yeah. You get like one at a time. Yeah. So I have one they, of these they fuckers. Make, they make you feel like there's probably more. But yeah, there, there's only there's ever one at a time. Ever one. Only one there is. No more, no less. <laughs> so this motherfucker flew across the room and landed on the on the, on the wall. But because all the lights were off and the TV was real bright, all I saw was this giant shadow. So I thought it was a bat or a bird. And these <laughs> things are about three inches long and two inches thick, too. Yeah. So I spent a whole bunch of time hunting it. So it kind of fucked up my Dune experience. Yeah. But yeah, and I think I I came home like in the middle of you watching it yep. too and like yeah <laughs> I was like get your fucking flashlight let's find this motherfucker I'm not yep. sleeping with this thing in my house neither here nor there <laughs> moving on <laughs> I thought it was okay uh, I don't have a lot of emotional connection to Dune or the books or the original film I've yeah, watched it um, I said this a million times to you but I'll say it on the show it felt very derivative to me but that is not Dune's fault Dune predates mm-hmm. most of the pop culture I enjoy yeah. and all of that is derivative of doom. But because I watch <laughs> Dune now, yeah. I'm like, Oh, there's a guy in black sludge. Oh, there's <laughs> the chosen one who doesn't want to be the chosen one. Yeah, you huh, know. They're mining spice on yeah. a desert planet. <laughs> yeah. There's it, an emperor who's sure. dead. <laughs> and it's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's Jason Momoa. Uh, yeah. There's you know. these uh, houses that are fighting each other. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and I, that is not the fault of Dune, but mm. it did make me not give as much of a fuck as I would yeah. if I was a young person seeing this type of story for the first time. Word. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just kind of yeah. It's it's not a a fault of anybody watching it. It's not a fault of the movie itself. It's just like it is what it is. Right. It's just yeah. It's I, based off a thing that came yeah. out in nineteen sixty five. Fine sci fi. I'll probably watch it four or five more times. Word. Um, I had a couple problems with it, and then I keep everyone has the same problem, so I keep seeing articles with them, Word. and they're addressed really well. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, okay, there's no guns. It's all swords and knives and shit and then you explain to me it's because of the shield yeah and like one of the fighting scenes seems so stupid for me because i'm like why are they fighting so slowly but they have to yeah because as you explained they showed in the movie and i didn't pick it up because i'm stupid yeah, it's like in the dialogue in the first like sword and shield fight scene it's uh right in the beginning where uh um, thanos yeah where <laughs> thanos is uh is uh, train fighting willy wonka Uh, (laughs) and it's in the dialogue of that fight yeah and like in really small movements that they do in the choreography where it's uh the the, like the key line is like the slow sword uh like goes through the shield something like that that turns the knees to jelly yeah but it's like they show when he turns on the the shield for the first time he like taps his uh his sword against it and yeah. it's blue and then slowly, slowly moves it toward and it goes red and then touches his skin sounds like i just need to turn up the sensitivity of the shields but whatever so yeah. that was one so it's yeah the shields are made for projectile weapons so that you when you can't shoot anybody you go right. back to swords uh number two there's no computers in the <laughs> entire universe and again like it has like that sci-fi but like sword and axe 
yeah, kind of feel. It's a fun, like, it's a cool juxtaposition of like old and new. But the reason there's no computers is in the books and in the lore of Dune, mm-hmm. there was a war about how computers in the, our this is our universe, and I didn't fucking understand that either. Oh, this yeah. is Earth's universe. Yeah. Um, that computers had gotten so advanced that half the people relied on them for everything, and another half of people are like. This is out of control, and we've lost our <laughs> humanity. There was a war over it, Ooh. and the latter won. So okay. that's why there's no that's complicated computers this and no robots. Universe. Yeah. Okay. So there's nothing that can think beyond, say, like a regular old calculator. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and they had they had the guy calculator the, head. That scene, yeah. yeah, the calculator guy who like he asks him like, oh, how much did this cost? Sure. You know, all these people to get here. And that he, calculator like, in rolls his, his eyes in the back of his head and does the calculation. But like, if you quick. showed up to Dune with an mm-hmm. iPhone, they'd be like heresy and kill you with oh, a nice. sword. That's cool. Um, and then the last one that I had a big problem with was the name Duncan Idaho. <laughs> but here's a quote from the director. Yeah, you were gonna pull it up, weren't you? Son of a bitch. Yeah, you had it up. All right, say say the name again. Uh, Denis Villeneuve. Ah, uh, you're a liar. Um, all right. Personally, I deeply love it. I love that Frank Herbert gives hints of Earth culture. You have links with the Catholic religion or Middle Eastern culture elements. There are hints that there are people that these people were coming from Earth, and then they expand it into the galaxy. And Duncan Idaho. Are you gonna pull it up? Yeah. Denis Villeneuve. All right. <laughs> You could have made that. I don't know. Uh, and Duncan Idaho roots it to Earth. So personally, I don't know what your position is on it, but I love it. I think it's the best. I'm like, okay. It's. That's I fair. wonder if it like seems hokey because it's in English, and like, right? As as a was he French Canadian or oh. French? <laughs> uh, but as like a non-native English speaker, maybe mm-hmm. it like it seems cooler. It's a little I, more Indiana like, Jones. I'm going to go one more know? and say in universe, that's a really unique name. Like Duncan Idaho. Yeah. You know, whereas to us, it sounds like, you know, Jed Clampett. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it, it's a thing that sounds cooler in translation so, than it does. Anything I had problem with has been really well addressed is like, it's kind of canon. Yeah. And, the, and that's just the reason it sticks out is because everybody has the same fucking problems. But, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I give it a solid B. I'll watch the. I'll watch it a couple more times. I thought it was fun. I do not like uh, Timothy Chandelier. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not. I can't say his. It's a Chalamet. Sh- Chalamet. Yeah. Shla- I keep saying it like I'm Jewish. Like Chalamet. Oh, what a Schlamazel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the Northeast in me. Um, uh, Timothy Sh- uh, Chandelier. I'm not the biggest fan of his. I think he's got a weird looking face. I think he's got a weird looking voice. I don't really <laughs> care for him. But he does give off like inbred, like regal vibes. Like I yeah. buy him as any kind of like, like you probably wouldn't have survived without everyone handing everything to you. But now you're at the age where you can sword fight by yourself. You'll probably be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I fucking loved it. Yep. <laughs> um, right. I don't know if it was. The, the big screen, just making everything super gorgeous. Um, the sound was really great in the mm-hmm. theater that I watched it in. Um, was there a giant cockroach in the theater? There was not. Oh, that probably helped. Uh, there was some guy behind me before the movie started uh, using his phone flashlight to look at the menu. 
uh, no. which was shining over my shoulder and illuminating everything. United States of America. I was a little worried about, but they, uh, they, they that wasn't a problem once the movie started. <laughs> That's good. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of went into it expecting uh, to feel like a Lord of the Rings extended edition viewing. Where it's like this is gonna be long, it's gonna be breathy, it's gonna have a you know a lot of uh, breathing room in it, a lot of long shots, just looking at stuff that looks cool, um, and just to kind of like it, it, you know, it's not the the Return of the King either. Like it's not gonna end. <laughs> right. It's not the end of the story. Um, it seems to be like halfway through a book that people already said was not filmable. So I'm assuming it's not going to have a satisfying ending anyway. <laughs> That'll be for the next part. Um, and I just kind of enjoyed the ride and just visually and sonically and acting and uh, just everything in it. I enjoyed the shit out of. Imagine that movie with the Lord of the Rings soundtrack behind it. Yeah. I mean, that this was Hans better. Zimmer. Like, it's, I didn't care for it. I thought it was cool. I really liked it. I gotta see it in the theater. It's it's sort of that that little ancient and future thing. Sure. Where it was like yeah, it's like sort of alien but sort of not. Like at one point, uh you see a a guy with bagpipes and it's oh, like yeah, that weird, is weird alien bagpipes. Like it doesn't sound like yeah. bagpipes, but you could imagine that that sound would come out of that thing anyway. Like it's, I have to imagine us going to that universe as like a pagan coming and seeing like modern Christmas. Oh like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, what Who the, the fuck, fuck is Santa? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you doing to these trees? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, guys? Yeah. So it's like enough. Like uh, did he was saying Earth it's stuff. like enough Earth stuff, but it's like twenty thousand years in the future. So it's oh, like eight thousand years in the future. It's the year ten thousand. Oh, okay. I mean, it's a lot of it's more. Yeah, more I mean, assuming they're on the same calendar system. That's a good point. Sure. Yeah. It's uh, eight thousand years after the Battle of Yavin. It's... Yeah. <laughs> so you, you get Idaho and you get bagpipes, but you yeah. get weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and floating naked selvigs. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. I'll, anything else on Dune? Uh, flying scars guards. Flying scars guards. <laughs> uh, Bill Murray let it slip that he's in a Marvel movie, so <laughs> yeah, I wonder did. if they'll cut him out. A dumb fuck. <laughs> they had to have had that talk with him where you do not fucking say this. Yeah, uh, he did a interview in Ger- English that was translated to German, but then translated back to English for yeah. us. Um, I mean, unless he speaks German, which wouldn't I, surprise me. Uh, he let it slip that uh, he was a fan of this director that did Bring It On, who was Peyton Manning who is directing Quantum Mania mm-hmm. and so that he's in that movie and uh everyone is speculating it's a very like Matt Damon ish like mm. oh look there's Matt Damon in a Marvel movie yeah, doing something yeah, yeah. silly and that's it he's only in it yeah, for like yeah, a day on he, set yeah yeah, yeah he, he came pull- in came in to uh, yeah. have fun with his buddy who he was did, directing he did a bald <laughs> yeah. win but didn't kill anyone yeah yeah um you got the the whole quote but you can read the important parts <laughs> yeah so it yeah cuz this it doesn't sound like the way that Bill Murray talks, so I'm wondering if it's either maybe he speaks German and it was. Translated. Would you say that the uh, the gist of it was lost in translation? <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, he says, oh, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. You don't know me, asshole. So it was a uh, interview with fuck the ger- yeah! with the German newspaper. Yeah. Uh, oh boy, uh, Frankfurter Allgemeine Zeitung. 
Uh, I'm right. sorry, German Is listeners. You? Uh, he says, uh, you know, recently I made a Marvel movie. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Comes off a little braggy, but. <laughs> Same. <laughs> It says, uh, I probably won't tell you, but never mind, which which kind of sounds like I probably shouldn't say, but oh, well, yeah, you know, which is a, one of those translation things, um, which is uh, in any case, some people were quite surprised why I decided on such a project. Uh, but for me, the thing was quite clear. I got to know the director and he and really liked him very much. He was funny, humble, everything you want from a director. And with the cheerleader story, Bring It On, Girls United, he made a movie years ago, which I think is damn good. So I agreed, although I'm not interested in these huge comic book adaptations as an actor otherwise. And then following up on that last part, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, the interview asked him if he'd regretted taking the Marvel role at all. He said, uh, let's put it this way. The director is a good guy. And now I've at least tried out what it's like to shoot a Marvel movie. Sure. But I don't think I need that experience a second time. Sure. (laughs) Which like, that's, it's a very diplomatic thing to say, but it also like, probably shouldn't have said it, probably shouldn't have said it, but it's also not like, Oh, I don't like these things. It's just like that's not the kind of movie that I enjoy right. making. So now like, Feige just gets a report that says, "Hey, Murray let it slip. He's in Quantum It also says it sucks." Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the whisper down the lane version. Yeah, and I feel like what he's what he's kind of getting at is he's like an actor, actor, you know, especially you know in the latter part of his career. Right. Like he likes Wes Anderson movies where he sure. can be a a weird character that he can, you know, act or dive into. You know, he's going to be weird in this one at least. Yeah. 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 I feel like he's probably not the guy who wants to be doing the same shot over and over in a green screen. Sure. You know, to make sure that the wind is blowing right. Right. And whatever. <laughs> right. But yeah, probably should have just kept his mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home star. Tom Holland. I almost missed it. You like that one, huh? All right. Your Lego's almost. <laughs> Took a bath. Yeah. Uh, no Way Home star continues to insist he does not know whether Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield are in the threequel. I mean, I would, at this point, I would believe, believe that he doesn't. That he was never in the same room as any of them, even if they're in scenes together. Tom, do us a favor. Look at these tennis balls and say, wow, you're in the same outfit as me. <laughs> yeah. You don't know who it is, yep. you dumb shit. It is Bill Murray all over us. Um, yeah, he doesn't fucking know. No, he knows. He knows, and he can't say. He says this, and then he giggles uh, into his bank account. Uh, <laughs> yep, motherfucker. Um, but uh, I have a Spider-Man quote I want to share. Ooh, and it's from Amy Pascal. Okay, Pascal. Pascal. Pasquale. Schlemiel. Schlemazel. Hey, hey, Pascal, get over here. Um, about the Amazing Spider-Man three. Ooh, and here's what she says. Uh, because Feige basically had a meeting with her mm-hmm. and, you know, the merger was all but finished. And he, yeah. uh, he's like, um, uh, you know, it's not, it's not going to happen. We're not going to do Amazing Spider-Man 3. Instead, we're going to do a new MCU Spider-Man. Mm. And she says, at first, I was super resentful. I think I started crying and threw him out of my office or I threw a sandwich at him. I'm not sure which. <laughs> 
which I think probably happened because that's why we got the I'm going to throw a peanut butter and sam- jelly sandwich at oh. you. Wouldn't that be funny if that was a dig at oh. Amy Pascal? Yeah. Um, then she started to think it through. And she says, quote, by the fifth Spider-Man movie, we weren't giving them anything new. And I have to be honest about it. We were trying so hard to be different and even went into places to be different that we shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. We weren't fresh anymore. And that's how we got Tom Holland and fucked Andrew Garfield out of his third movie. Yep. I hope they give him something like a TV show or I don't know. He's got to get something. I fucking love that man. Yeah. Um, Brendan Fraser, who's having like a moment right mm. now. Uh, because he's you know he's getting all this love and he's being cast the, in things. The Fraser sense? No, because that could be Kelsey Grammer. The, the Brent, That's funny. Brendana sense. Brendana sense. Frank Brandanowitz. <laughs> um, wait, was that his name from Park? That. What was his first name in Parks and Rec? Mark. It was Mark, Mark. Brandanowitz. <laughs> all right. Anyway, moving forward. Uh, he's been cast. Uh, in the villain role for the DC HBO Max Batgirl movie Ooh. starring Leslie Grace and directed by Adil L. A-R-B-I. Okay. It can't be pronounced like that, could it? She's got the meats. And uh, Bilal <laughs> Fala. <laughs> oh, you hear about Arby's movie? <laughs> she got the meats. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's bad. Um, all right. Anyway, I really like <laughs> Titans on HBO Max. I'm starting to get into the DC HBO because it's camp and it's like dark. Mm. It's like what the movies should be, but they really gave it to the shows. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, we know this is stupid and we know we can't do it well. We might as well have some fucking fun with it. Yeah. Um, but uh, he he's reported to be Firefly, which means they're doing the Batgirl Year One storyline. Okay. Because he was the main villain for her in Batman Batgirl Year One. Word. Cool. And they love doing the year one stuff. We know oh, that. Yeah, they do. Year they one love, or year two. They love Origins. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we've gotten enough it. Batman year one. So, at some point, like Marvel had to affi- like officially announce they weren't doing Origins anymore. I, and, yeah. and then took a break from them for like two years. And then did, yeah. we're like, all right. Here's yeah, Shang-Chi. Yeah. yeah. Origin movies are the ones that make money. <sighs> I hate <laughs> it. Um, but that's happening. And I'm good for him. Yeah. I'm happy for him. He needs more shit. Yeah. He's had a really rough life, and people have stolen from him, and he deserves some good shit in his life. Here's yeah. to you, Brendan. Um, finding his home in the, the DC family. Yeah. He's fucking great on Doom Patrol, too. Yeah. Which uh, I haven't watched any of uh, season three yet, but I heard it's fucking okay. weird. <laughs> like the uh, first two. <laughs> Hasbro announces that its production company is working on more than 30 different movie and TV projects inspired by the company's toy brands. Oh, my God. 30. That's a lot of ninja turtles a lot of transformers power mm. ranger stuff uh here's what i'm saying um give me one <laughs> you've got 30 projects you can afford to take a risk on what here's a no yeah. name let me do something fucking weird let me do like hot wheels but the cars fuck you know like let me get give, give me something to do weird so at least you get some like press of like okay of all the hasbro stuff Here's a weird one from someone who's no name. Just give me the shittiest thing <laughs> and let me come up with something original. You, you have of Hot Wheels. How about sexy wheels? Right? <laughs> Hot Wheels straight to hell. Uh, give me something really fucking bizarre and let me make something fun of it. Because you guys got the money. You got all these properties. Mm-hmm. Just if anyone's got connection to Hasbro out there, give me one. Or at least <laughs> yeah. send me some Transformer toys. I don't care. 
Um, yeah, they uh, they saw all of the projects that like Mattel was doing. They're like, "Hold my beer." Speaking we, we got of Mattel, IP. speaking of Mattel, mm-hmm. we have our Ken Ooh. for the Barbie movie starring Margot Robbie. Okay, and it's Ryan Gosling, and I'm like, okay. look. I can tell when someone's conventionally conventionally attractive. I don't think he's a Ken. He's got too tired a face to be Ken. Mm, Ken's like a, bubbly, like unique. Uh, yeah. yeah, give me some, give me like a modern day Zach Morris, like mm, yeah, you know, or a modern day uh, Johnny well, from I think uh, Marvel hired them all, right? <laughs> They're all named Chris. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, how is one of the Chris's not Ken? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give give me give me a no name mm. for Ken and let Margot Robbie stay, you know, top build star. Yeah. Don't make it be know. like Chris Evans if he didn't do Captain America. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm thinking of Chris Evans in not another teen movie as Ken. It's exactly yeah. where my mind went. Or or <laughs> yeah. Johnny Storm. Yeah. Or Lucas Lee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything that's yeah, that, not Captain that America. <laughs> yeah. John Slattery in his prime. You know. Yeah. Uh, don't don't give us tired la la land ryan gosling i don't want that that's dumb that's that's all i have about it um yeah. maybe maybe he's got more uh range vocally we'll see my help uh there's a world war hulk movie rumored to start filming in 2022 okay for the mcu uh, they can't call it that though right because right? they've already been to dis- to distribute it I mean, as far as I know, they're working on a world. This is the rumor. It's not, mm. but it comes from a reputable source. That there will be a World War Hulk movie, but I'm like, we were already on Sakaar. We already did half that storyline. Yeah, maybe maybe they're doing World War Hulk like the, the they did half? Planet Hulk. Oh, okay, you like, know, like because Planet Hulk was Sakaar. on Sakaar. Oh, World War Hulk was when he comes back, back and fucks everything up. Yeah, maybe it's just about the Hulk being like, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. I'm fucking in charge now. But yeah. we, we've kind of proved he, we that he's gentle. not. Yeah. Well, we know he's going to separate again because he was on set filming She-Hulk as himself. As oh, not, right, right, We know he said it's probably to heal his arm that he separates again. Okay. So I think regular Hulk's going to come back, but something's going to happen to make him more powerful because mm. we keep seeing him get his ass kicked. Hulk yeah. Buster kicked his ass. Thanos kicked his ass. We know for a fact that Captain Marvel could kick his ass. Yup. Uh, we saw uh, was um, the ancient one kick his ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like he's the, he's the wharf <laughs> yeah. of MCU. It's like if you want to prove someone's powerful, yeah, you, you haven't have kicked the, the shit Hulk. out of the Hulk. Yeah. yeah. And thus, every time mm. I'm like, the Hulk is not that powerful. He was the most powerful of the original six yeah. by an inch, but not mm. later. Um, but anyway, so hopefully, just something happens that make him ultra powerful, and yeah. it's all about everyone having to come together to take this motherfucker down. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm wondering how that would, or is it like an alternate universe Hulk from the all of the oh. multiverse stuff? Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's going to be what it is. It has with to all be. the multiversal storylines. It's going to be like Maestro Hulk that comes and beats mm, up regular yeah, Hulk yeah, yeah, yeah. to prove how tough he is, yeah. and then everyone else can't take him down. Yeah, you're you're right. That's what it's going to be. Uh, and could they say, could they build that off of, since they couldn't do, Maestro is basically from the Old Man Logan storyline, uh-huh. which they adapted sort of into Logan, sure. which they now own, right. and might 
after all of this multiversal shenanigans, uh-huh. be sort of a tangential part of the MCU sure. officially. So sure. maybe they could be like, oh yeah, he came from the uh, you know the X Men universe. So that was part of the Fox things. Don't the worry only about it. Original X Men. I went back. <laughs> the only one I went back is their their Nightcrawler. Mm. So he could just keep being weird. Like, oh, I was the the incredible Nightcrawler. Yeah, that's it. Fuck the rest. Yeah, from the original cast, not yeah. the young ones. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what happens to a toad when it's hit by lightning? <laughs> Same as everything else. Same as happens to everyone else. Yeah, that's good writing. Um, I'm going to go on a... Something clever I couldn't think of. Right? <laughs> if only I had an entire room of writers It doesn't for matter months. though you're dead, <laughs> but you're alive. Um, this is kind of a tangential movie thing, but I want to bring it up because I like it. Mm. I love the Netflix historical drama, The Last Kingdom. I love it so fucking much (laughs) to the point where it's like, now if there's a fictional world I want to live in, it's that one, even though I would die within the first three minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Because, man, everyone's tough and strong in that movie, uh, in that show. It is, it's based on the the Saxon Chronicles books. Okay. Which is a a historical fiction. Like Anglo-Saxon? Yeah. Yeah, because it's the year like 883 or something. Okay. And it's literally about early Saxons and Vikings and like Wales is still its own country with its own language. survival of the fittest shit. Very much so. And it's all about Vikings coming in. And like all these like, like how the Christians just kind of have to like take it from the Vikings and offer them money to just leave them the fuck alone Mm. because it's like they're so tough. Uh, And it's, you know, about the, the first time that king the that the last kingdom is supposed to be england it's when england comes together because right now england is four different countries okay um wales being one of them and the welsh are so funny because they hate all the other saxons so like fuck off they're tough yeah. got their own language um uh so but, is it like ireland scotland england wales no ireland is like Ireland. that's like its own like territory okay it's like wales um, what the fuck? Oh, is it maybe like Jersey or no? Like that? You're that's too modern. Too okay. Like Bebenbur is like like the, the north. Oh, what the f- Wessex is the main one. Okay. Wessex is like what be- is like the the one that conquers the other ones and becomes Word. England. But like London is just some like like <laughs> town in the middle of nowhere where it's like oh that's where all the thieves and pimps are. Like nobody goes to London. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's very ancient. Word. We're talking, you know, like yeah. you know, a couple generations past, ago, you yeah. know, the birth of Christ. Yeah. Um. Anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, it's getting into the last season, but then it's going to be resurrected. They're already planning. They haven't started filming the last season, but they already said that's the last season. And then they're going to do a two-hour film. Oh, okay. Uh, and it might be the first film that was a Netflix series, but goes into theaters. Okay. Yeah. Usually they just cancel shit. Right, but right, <laughs> this, yeah, letting stories end. Is but a you new know thing how they put them. like well, they'll do a, like the Irishman, like they'll put them in a couple theaters. Mm-hmm. They're talking about that because uh, the Last Kingdom has such a big following. They're like, maybe we could get some yeah. awards from this, and they're gonna put mm-hmm. a lot. And because movie this, awards instead of TV awards, right. and each season typically covers about two novels worth of content from these things. Oh, okay, so season five is book nine and ten. I, I didn't look it up, but apparently there's lots of books in this series so they they, make even a whole movie couldn't do the rest of the book so it might be like a whole new thing they come up with it just has the lore of the show i just wanted to bring it up because fuck i love this show yeah i'm gonna start watching uh, it again dune's kind of got that going for it too oh the the, i didn't know about that 10 books i had no idea there was all these books yeah i Uh, think frank herbert the original author only did like three or something elron herbert 
Uh, yes. <laughs> of, uh, of Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then his son. Not Elrond. Elron Herbert. Oh. <laughs> Science yeah. fiction writer. Had a, bunch of, had a bunch of people on a boat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> Went to Arrakis. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think his son, like, took over the series and wrote, like, another seven books or something. Sure. But, yeah. Yeah, that one could go for a while if uh, if it's popular. Anyway, if anyone's listening and has anything to do with uh, The Last Kingdom, send me a prop or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh-oh, it's time for Jan News. You know it now. Uh, uh-oh is the word, because I think we already talked about everything I had. It's <laughs> was uh, quick Dan News. <laughs> I had this whole bit queued up. <laughs> I had this whole bit. And I stepped on all your stories. Yeah. I had like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And like eight different articles all highlighted. That's all right. <laughs> well. Yep. <laughs> now we're going to listen to this. How have we not been sued by anyone yet? <laughs> Who knows? Because nobody listens to our show. (laughs) Why the fuck do we need this in the world? This has already been one, but I'm so angry. I'm bringing it back because now there's theories abound. Uh, Gladiator 2, directed by Ridley Scott, (laughs) is moving forward. It went from pre-production to writing to now it's, I guess, funded. (laughs) Yeah. Ridley Scott says the script's done and there are just all these theories on how they bring Maximus back <laughs> as if that's the necessary component. Yeah. Just make it about a new gladiator. It's not yeah. called Maximus. It's called Gladiator. Yeah, that's true. Make it about a new fucking gladiator. Joker was about a new Joker. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, uh, I wrote down some of the theories I liked. Um, the, the most prevalent one was one from an actual script they wrote and really has got a green lit, but then they took away and they might take elements from it mm. is that it starts with him in the afterlife okay. and the Ro- and all the, like the Roman gods are basically <laughs> like, Hey, Lucius is now grown up. Time works differently down here. So you think you just died, but the, the, mm. the little kid yeah. uh, from the movie is slaughtering all the Christians I mean, to send you back to stop him. And so the bad guy from the movie is actually a little boy that he saved in the first one. Okay. Uh, but, like, everyone's poking holes. Like, why would Roman gods send you to save Christians? Like, they're, like, the pettiest, you know, yeah. characters in history. Um, the second one was they were going <laughs> to treat him as, like, a very Christ-like figure. And so that he was, like, Jesus. Like, his followers put him in a tomb, anointed him in oil, put okay. a big rock in front of the cave. Three days later, he comes out. But then they're like, well, he was Roman. He wasn't Jewish. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, and then the third and most likely one is that he didn't actually die. He just passed out. And that uh, like his funeral at the end was not like a real funeral. It was, it was just it was like him imagining what his funeral might be. No, it was more like they gave them a different body or something. Okay. Yeah, that he is still alive and was like running Rome from the background with like the senators. Okay. Anyway, we don't need it. <laughs> no. I don't want any of those. No. Uh, now yeah, I... just, just do a different gladiator. Right. Now, I reached out to a friend of the show who's in Hollywood, mm. a good friend of mine named Christian, and I asked him what he thought of any of these theories. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! 
Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Not a fan. He's not a fan. <laughs> it's time to lighten the mood before we go. <clears throat> e- Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Did I say that one right? Idris? Idris, I- Idris Elba? Uh, we know that he's voicing Knuckles. Yes. The I can't say this animal's name. The Echidna? 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 You're kidding me. Uh, in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. But he's made it clear that his voice, mm-hmm. at the very least, <laughs> will not be his patented sexy voice. Aww. Which says, I'm fucking out of this movie. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. It's the one. I haven't watched the first one. But the one thing you could do to get me to watch this fucking movie is say that Knuckles is sexy voice Idris Elba. Um, he says, <clears throat> Honestly, I cannot say, speaking on the voice, contractually, I cannot say anything, but I wouldn't say he was sexy. I don't think I'm going for that. That's for sure. I'm out. But I think it was funny that there's so many articles about Idris Elba's sexy voice. Yeah. That's it. What are you looking up? Echidna. Okay, good. Let's hear that. Echidna. 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 Yeah. All right. Anyway, I don't know why that tickled me so much, but when I read it, I laughed, and now I don't find it as funny. Yeah. All right. Thanks. <laughs> like, hey, hey, Idris, you're doing this movie. Are you using your sexy voice? I was like, no. <laughs> no, I can't. Like, no, no, I can't contractually say anything, but bit, no, that's for sure. It's a bit weird you asked. <laughs> uh. All right. Thanks so much to everyone who listened to uh, this episode. It was a weird one. Our sponsored episode. Oh, fuck. Yeah, this episode was brought to you by Kyle. Kyle, (laughs) thank you. Kyle, I'm going to make this promise to you. Mm. Every time you send us $5, (laughs) the episode will be brought to you by Kyle. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Kyle. Guys, go out and buy some Kyle. Mm -hmm. Uh, Use Kyle in your everyday life. If you know Kyle... Just uh, give him a handy or yeah, something. Yeah, Stand sure. Stand up guy. <laughs> you, you got stains on your carpet. Use some Kyle to get it out. Yeah. You want to you wanna spruce up the car? Don't it's go to a car wash. It's for everything. Kyle. Yeah. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you need a stain, he make you a stain. You need yeah. to get out of stain, he get out of stain out for yeah. you. <laughs> Will not break. He broke. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do this Kyle bit a lot. Kyle, keep sending us money. We'll keep doing Kyle bits. All right, or, uh, or send us money to tell us to stop. That's funny. Yeah, we're going to keep poking at you, Kyle, until you pay us to stop. I like that better. I like the bully aspect of that. How about that, Kyle? Just Fuck you, Kyle. Out who our listeners Fuck are you. just <laughs> harassing them one by one. Yeah, get five extra dollars. Fuck yeah. That's stupid. Fuck you! All right, you can shoot us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at 5x5film at gmail.com. You can sponsor an episode. Give us, go to at Keith Ruckus on Venmo. Send us five bucks. Yeah. We'll make the show uh, brought to you by whoever the fuck you are. Uh, you can find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes at 5x5 at the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, the 5x5 Podcast Network, and the entire team at Fireside. We'll see you next week with another 5x5 at the movies. Roll credits. credits. George Lucas gonna sue somebody. <laughs> <laughs>